Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art, and with me today is someone who definitely is not a problematic, a, a problematic display of mental illness. Shada's not been on for a little bit, um, so uh, you were my Alpha Flight person for a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it's, well... Jesse, you have slow. Oh, sorry, Art. You have slowly talked me out of being a fan of Alphabet Flight, which was a tough thing to do. So, okay, I I don't know if you're on the TikToks or anything, um, but there's a person who really, really likes like uh, um, John Boubillier. Uh Why can I remember his name? North Star. Yeah, North Star. Yeah, Jean Boublier. Um, and uh, I don't know why he's not he's never really struck me as that compelling of a character well, even okay. when i was a big fan of alpha flight okay here's the thing everyone can have a favorite character i have had a favorite character that no one probably even cares about um, mm-hmm. like one of my favorite characters is butterball i love him he's he showed up in like one series i don't think he showed up in anything else i love him so i've much. never heard of him so yeah he can't be ubiquitous But, like, you know, I don't understand why they like him so much. They Mm -hmm. do, though. Uh, And if they had had, uh, open socials, I would ask them to be on, to tell me why. Because he's usually drawn as pretty attractive. Is that anything? uh, No. No. That's the thing. No, that's not why? I don't think so. Like, Like, she says, she keeps on saying, like, he should be known as attractive. Yeah. Like. Uh, I mean, that's, but, I get that. He's got sort of like, like a Dick Grayson look going, yeah, sort of a Nightwing situation. Like, I bet, like before he even started being a superhero, he was in a terrorist separatist group and cheated uh-huh. at the Olympics. I forgot about the terrorist group. <laughs> yeah, he was in a Quebecois <laughs> terrorist separatist group. I, you know, I think really the what it comes down to with Alpha Flight for me is that I really wanted to like Marvel's Canadian Super Team because I liked Marvel and I'm from Canada. Um, I really did like the, there's like a 2003 Alpha Flight series with Major Maple Leaf. That one was genuinely really good. Yeah, I, I have a feeling like once it gets out of the 90s, it, it's good. Like, from mm. everything I hear. Um, also, it does have that 19, uh, 19 issues where they had an actual real-ass Sasquatch on the team. Is that a Sasquatch? Oh, not, so not like uh, Dr. Leonard, whoever, can't remember his last name right now, Sasquatch. They just no, went no, out into the woods, real caught one. <laughs> well, that seems no, they, to me like it would appeal to you, Art, because if you're no, whole no, no, it appeals to me. Yeah, yeah, no, right. it, no, it appeals to me, like, a lot. They took a real Sasquatch out of the Canadian wilderness, made it fight for them, and then it died. They held a oh. funeral for it, and then, <laughs> then Dr. Walter came came back at some point and they never they never did anything else i don't think they ever realized it was it just gonna go up and bring up the alpha flight wikipedia page at this point so that i at least know everybody's uh <laughs> secret identity name so that i don't completely embarrass myself it's been a while since i um engaged with any marvel but, stuff at all i've been really into dc lately but yeah so but but we're kind of starting we did cover 
Alpha Flight in general, that was a little bit of a slog. Uh, <laughs> most mostly because uh, you know Mac sucks as a person in every way. Uh, it, apparently he has to keep on showing up. Um, I don't even know uh, who Mac is. Uh, Mac McCutson, uh, the one that groomed a sixteen-year-old uh, girl into marrying her, him. After oh, that's not great. Age. Remember, you had that guy uh, who also definitely had a hand in uh, making Wolverine into Wolverine. Uh-huh. Aha! <laughs> yeah. So not not perhaps the most popular person in the Marvel universe. Well, at least at least the person who really likes Alpha Flight says that that uh, James Mac McDonald should die very quickly if he is in an Alpha Flight movie. So at least they <laughs> agree. Because the best thing he did was die. So he's a lot like he's a lot like uh Marvel in that way. The best th- Oh yeah, no, I see what you mean. Sort of the way there was that whole like Thanos storyline and, and Captain Marvel got cancer. Well yeah, yeah, he got That's cancer. It's kind of a died. dark way to kill off a, a character, but uh, well, it, was the, it was the first uh Marvel graphic novel. Uh, yeah, I've and, read a few of his early, like, when he was swapping bodies with um, Rick Jones in what was, like, a very clear ripoff of DC's Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, and they were really boring comics. Yeah, it's, uh, the most exciting thing he did was lie in a bed and die slowly of cancer, which is mm. saying a lot. Uh, <laughs> that being said, I'm now going to be talking about one of the, mm, I'm going to put her, maybe the third? Maybe fourth most problematic character. Oh, okay. So I thought you were going uh, third from the top of quality, and I was confused for a moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that, that tracks. Uh, mostly because I'm going to put the person that they cured autism from uh, hmm. uh, at the top of the list. Hmm. Yeah, that's a thing they did. They cured autism. I mean, she I got still normal like, one Walter- day. Walter Lankowski seems like a pretty... I looked up his name, Sasquatch's actual secret identity name. He seems like a cool guy, I don't know. Uh, well, there's a whole thing where he's appropriating a bunch of uh, First Nation stuff. Eh, Alright, you got me there. Yeah. yeah, no, all of Alpha Flight is either problematic, racist, or both. Mm. So, that's fun. Heather's fine. Heather's a fine person. She's done nothing wrong. I think I so. like Guardian's costume a lot. I don't know. I'll tell you what, yeah. I got I got a lot less invested in Alpha Flight once I started reading Captain Canuck comics, which are genuinely really good. Yeah. I, I still need to get my hands on it because I need to read some actual non-evil Canadians. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's nice to see. I, I've never been a big fan of doing a Canadian superhero that's just, it's Captain America, but with a maple leaf instead. But as far as that formula goes, Captain Canuck really sells it for me. Like, he's he's genuinely cool. Okay, fun fact. This is also a terrorist, so that's fun. Okay, so Aurora, we're talking about the first, the Alpha Flight people. <laughs> cool. I read, like, the first couple pages of her Wikipedia page just to refresh myself, but... Uh... I'm looking yeah. forward to finding out where it gets bad. No, pretty early is where it gets bad. Oh, no, no, really? Right. No, I think almost Pretty much right out of the gate. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right, well, it's here so we go. good. Yeah, so her name is Jean-Marie Boubier. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was once, apparently she was once mistaken for Danielle Belmonte. Don't know. Is that supposed to be someone I'm supposed to know? Uh... That's not the name of a person that I know. My first guess is that that's the name of. She has like uh, dissociative identity disorder, right? And is that the name yeah. of her, her other? Yeah, she has DID. Half? So 
I don't know. Uh, Daniel, it sounds Not like... Not the most perhaps like... sensitive depiction of dissociative identity disorder, I would say, but... Well, you know, there's just a uh, spoiler alert, and also content warning, suicide is mentioned multiple times in this. That's fun. Mm. Uh, also, you know, there's just a lot of not fun in this, so... Mm. Uh, but yeah, so she her identity is secret. Uh, she's an adventurer, former terrorist, nun, history slash geography teacher. So uh, those are that's... an unusual yeah. set of proclivities all in a row. Yep. Uh, I don't know that I'd hire someone based on that resume. Well, I think the terrorism <laughs> thing was yeah, like, that's, that's on the definitely going to be a pretty major. Yeah, you know, it's on the DL. It's kind of like how, <laughs> like you know, North Star cheated at the Olympics. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't even cheat at, like, a good Olympics thing. He cheated at skiing. Did he like, cheat at skiing using his ability to fly? Well, he has super speed as well. And, like, it'd be pretty sure. easy to hide, because, like, all he would have to do is just, like, slightly yeah. go above. Just goose it a little. And he has super speed. Like, he has, like, mm. supersonic super speed. So, like, if he has good enough control. But that was after he was at a Quebecois separate, a terror separate group. <laughs> Oh. Sure. So, so I mean, it kind of pales in comparison to his previous crime resume. I, I just want to know what he did as a terrorist. Like, that's it. I've I've not been told what he did as a terrorist yet. Yeah, it's just been a lot. Actual crimes, because so, like you could have been, he could have been the Jimmy Olsen of the terrorist cell. You know, he just like gets yelled at and grabs coffee. Yeah, could have been. Uh, so known relatives, Jean Baptiste Boubier, mm. uh, her. Well, her father, dead. Unidentified mother, dead. Jean-Paul Boubier, North Star slash brother. Luis and Genevieve Martin, first cousins, once removed, uh, both dead. Uh, Joan Boubier, adopted niece, dead. Yeah, that's fun, having only your brother alive. Yeah. uh, She was formerly with Weapon X, uh, the Brotherhood, Alpha Flight slash Core Alpha. Well, sorry, Alpha Flight slash Alpha Core, and she was in the Beta, sorry, Alpha, Beta, and Gamma Flight, so mm. through all of those. And <clears throat> her education was uh, Madame DuPont's uh, School for Girls. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's like, I don't know how high that is. Also, No post-secondary, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she first showed up in the X-Men, uh, issue 120, April... 1979 wanted wolverine dead or alive uh, <laughs> and this yeah this is uh we will talk about this issue a lot when talking about uh, alpha flight people well it's the um, first one the whole team appear together is that right yeah it's also yeah. A, it's also it. around the time uh xavier brainwashed uh wolverine into working for him instead of killing him yeah <laughs> so, sure I don't. I, I don't care how many times I retcon that. I will still remember that. That is a like. Sure, maybe make him not want to kill you, Xavier. Mm. That, that's that's fine. Whatever. Uh, Telepathy is a really uh, ethically ignored area in a lot of comics. Yeah, the cover is just like we have kind of a back shot of it looks like Puck, uh, Sasquatch, and is that James? I can't tell. Yeah, I mean, my, my eye was immediately drawn to the uh, X-Men just running at the well, well, uh, yeah, camera. It, but yeah, that looks like it might be... Um, No, I think that's 
shaman? No, shaman. No, it's shaman. It's shaman. Yeah. I see why you th- he's got uh, some kind of hat on that makes it look like the shiny top of Guardians. So I see yeah. why you thought it was James. But yeah, I but it's, it's like over the shoulder shot. Uh, we have the X-Men kind of running in from a blizzard. Um, and this is the, you know, the giant size X-Men. Uh, sure. Team. As you know, it's always snowing the moment you cross the border into Canada. Yeah. It can awesome. be summer in New York State. It is winter as soon as you get anywhere near Ontario. Also, just sorry, one more question before mm-hmm. before we go. Okay, how high up does Snowbird's powers, like if she was to fly straight up, up in the sky, uh-huh. when does it become not Canada? So I actually was not aware of the fact that her powers only worked in Canada. Yep, only works in Canada. So so okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess here. I'm going to imagine. I don't know how much of uh, her powers are clarified i'm gonna guess that it works on like buddy baker morphological field rules from animal man from like grant morrison's animal man yeah Um, in which case presumably the distance from canada's coast that she's able to get and still transform into uh 10 miles out or 10 nautical miles out sure not yeah um if, if that's how far she's able to get and still transform into a goose, because what she's doing is she's tapping into the, the sort of spiritual, pseudo-scientific, pseudo-magical, um, morphogenetic field of the nation of Canada or Turtle Island that might be a more appropriate thing, depending on how long she's been here. Um, the the That probably works upward, too. Like, once you leave the atmosphere, I'm guessing... No, definitely. No, once you get into outer space... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that's like you're sorry alpha flight go to space sometimes do they not yeah no it turned into she, a space thing. Out there? i no, i don't think she's there um it's the, okay all right she's, she stays home she's off the team by then yeah she's off the team by then she might be dead at that point as well um i'm not sure uh okay sorry this is part two of that question let's say let, let's say like a fallout happens and the u.s t- like annexes canada it's the U.S. It's the now United States, and we have like what six extra states? I guess. Does that nix the powers? Is that the question? Yeah, yeah. Does she does she have no powers anymore? <laughs> I mean, so okay, she's a mythological like spirit entity, yeah. right? Does she work off of like first ones, uh, like first nations, uh, like boundaries? If that were true, shouldn't her powers work in parts of America too? Because it's not yeah. like the border existed before the. Uh, yeah. Europeans arrived, so yeah, it should be probably like you know at least the top of the the U.S. You would expect the whole continent to work, maybe. Yeah, but like it seems like she's like very much like focusing on like more northern like tribes and stuff. Either you have to pick a specific biome of Canada, like the tundra, for example, or you have to pick um, a much wider area. It feels like picking. Uh, weirdly, the powers of this ancient uh, god who is uh, pre-exists human existence on this continent, just, we don't understand why, they do and have always ended exactly at the parallel border <laughs> between Saskatchewan and I don't know what state is on the other side yeah. of Sask- Saskatchewan well, ev- border. Well, everyone, well, everyone knows that, that uh, if we're going a biome, it's mm. all like the the Yukon, like northern Yukon. Yeah, she does seem uh, to like, turn into like a lot February? of Arctic. Yeah, yeah. It's always deep winter. In I've seen Canada. polar bear, uh, ptarmigan, uh, white fox, wolf. Those are things I've seen her turn into. Yeah, pretty much. Can she? Well, she turn, Can she fly outside Canada? Like if she flies, I don't into, know. 
That's the thing. I know she loses her powers. If she's, she's crossing Lake Michigan, does she just plummet into the sea? <laughs> or into like, the, into do, the do, water? Like, do, does, like, does it work? Like, can she go into Michigan? Like, like how far into Michigan can she go? Uh-huh. Uh, whatever. Okay, sorry. I just wanted to ask that because I have no <laughs> well, idea. That's a, that's, that was actually a really fun little digression. Okay, now uh, let's talk about the ugh, this character. Okay, yep. so Jean Marie Bouvier's uh, uh-huh. parents died in a car crash when she was an infant, and then like she was taken away from her brother, her twin brother uh, Jean Paul, after she was adopted by the Martins, who was her adopted family. Was mm-hmm. also dead. Uh, she, like she was like real unhappy. So the introverted uh, Bouvier t- attempted suicide at age thirteen by throwing herself from a roof. But <sighs> fun fact: she can fly. Oh, was that? I remember the part. You know, I skimmed over the part where it said she jumped off a roof and learned she could fly. It didn't occur to me why she was jumping off the roof. That's super dark. Yeah. So, so she, uh, not knowing what. A mutant was basically mm. was just like hey this was a divine miracle god did this yeah that's Which, not a crazy person's conclusion if you've never heard of a mutant and can suddenly fly like that would be probably in my top 10 possibilities yeah it would be like i mean it would be up there but also she lives in a world that actively had superheroes sure you you gotta have seen spider-man well probably spider-man might not be the best example you gotta have seen iron man on the news at some point yeah, because they were inspired by the Fantastic Four to create the mm-hmm. uh, Alpha Flight. So, but like you still would have known about like World War II people who are superpowered, sure, and stuff. Spitfire, like yeah, Na- like Namor well, the Submariner would have been pretty famous, I'm imagining. Yeah, like like I feel like you would know, like hey, maybe I'm one of those weird people with superpowers. If you're studying uh, them in history class, there's really no excuse to miss that. Yeah, you you would know about Captain America at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and hit and the invaders uh but but yeah so the school's headmistress uh sewer and uh considered it a blasphemy and she was like severely disciplined because i know and you know i don't know if you know this about me or i've gone to church my whole life and i know that if someone came up to me and said uh, god saved my life i've had a profound spiritual experience the first thing i would do would be accuse them of blasphemy <laughs> Yeah. No, no, that doesn't really track, does it? That sort of seems no. like the opposite of what you would do. No, and also, like, God, like, Christian God does exist alongside all of the other gods. Uh, you would know at least, like, the Asgardian gods. No, wait, would they know the Asgardian gods? I don't, I, you know, I don't know about that, but I'm just saying, if you're running a Catholic school and one of your students tells you their miracle happened... I'd be more inclined to expect oh. the. I don't, have you seen Dairy Girls? It's a show on Netflix. There's an uh, episode where one of them claims that there was a miracle, and the school like makes a whole big deal of it. That would be the more true so, to life plot, I think. I am not. So I'm not a believer, um, and I'm not going to say veracity of yes or no or whatever of you know if these miracles happened. But mm. like, weren't there multiple modern, like semi-modern, like saints in the Catholicism that's like cured people? With like oh, yeah. touch, but like like cancer or something with something. Like, yeah, I mean, the nature of a miracle is that it, you don't expect it to happen in front of some cameras uh, as, yeah. as sort of like a, a way to win an argument. But yeah, absolutely. If you're Catholic, so, which and I'm not Roman Catholic, but um, that is definitely a belief. So other, it's it's really not outside the realm of possibility. I, I feel like I feel world. like God. Like I feel like first off, you're in the Marvel universe. First uh-huh. off, okay. 
stranger second things have off, happened today <laughs> yeah second off you believe you believe in you believe in then some cosmic being called god um mm-hmm. you know the christian god i feel like it would not be outside of the realm of possibility that it, that the christian god gave you the power of flight so you don't commit suicide mm-hmm. oh yeah i, feel like I mean listen i'm not i'm not here to speak to the plausibility of the various medieval hagiography saint stories but uh that's there's no way that's not one of them <laughs> yeah uh but sorry uh that's what but yeah but basically like all of the beatings and stuff she got triggered like a did actually sorry I, i'm so sorry one last thing uh on on saints and flying I, I i just finished writing a article about saints for the newspaper that i write for and in the process of that i interviewed an expert on saints who talked to me about the numerous myths of flying medieval saints. Also, <laughs> like it's like a, saints... a very okay. thoroughly believed in thing or Say, was okay. for most of the middle ages. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, DID uh, was triggered uh, by all the beatings and stuff she got. Uh, so fun. Um, and basically because of that, she had an altar um, and yeah. Yeah. She got another, identity because of the beatings which is how that works actually that's actually like kind of true is that is that actually i didn't i didn't know i mean i guess it makes sense that that would be like a traumatic event which would yeah uh, i'm speaking the most generalist of generalities right now Mm. but um but like the different identities are from traumatic responses basically sure okay i guess in in my mind it was either that or some kind of chemical imbalance but it's a combination uh but but yeah, so she secretly like left the school at night and returned three days later with no memory of like what she's where she was or what she done. And uh, the subsequent discipline like forced her to repress her second personality. Uh, and then she became a teacher at that. She became <laughs> a teacher. Okay, here's a problem I have with both of the Bouvier uh, tw- uh, twins. Uh, uh-huh. Don't skip that, please. I want to know more. Yeah, I mean, something has to have happened in between getting kicked out for blasphemy and getting a job at the school. Yeah, she, well, like, okay, she was beaten, and then she had a sick personality that took over, and then she came back, and she was beaten more until that personality was suppressed. And then Mm -hmm. time passed, and she was a teacher at that school, uh, and her second personality later returned. It sounds like a real downer story, but it does feel like there's a story in there. Yeah. Uh, while and while she was like partying, uh, she forced a pair. She faced a pair of muggers and she like subdued them like really quickly. Mm-hmm. Just the classic. Uh, yeah. While the other one was defeated by uh, Wolverine, and he invited <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Bouvier to meet uh, James uh, McDonald Hudson, who was forming. Does it say where this happened? Uh, I probably in Quebec. Okay, of... yeah, I think. Um, oh, I see. Uh, I see here Montreal. What was Wolverine doing in Montreal? Oh well, he would have been an agent for the Department H, which is where. Uh, okay, Alpha no, that's pretty solid. That's a good so... explanation. Yeah, so I thought he was like he... on vacation from the X Men. No, that make... that's, this probably... would be pre X Men for him. Yeah, this. Yeah, because he would have been a he would have been an agent for the Canadian government at this point. Um, but uh, but yeah, so. Hudson like accepted her as a recruit under a codename Aurora and soon tracked down her brother, inviting him to join as North Star. And the siblings like reunited and surprised everyone where like they shook hands and then like they got all like real bright all of a sudden. Like mm. it's got real bright. 
and they're like, wow, what's going on here? Uh, it's because they're twins and their power. They're both Did that unlock sh- like, the, the other half okay. of their powers? Yeah. We'll, we'll, okay, well, that's kind of fun in a, we'll, in a Wonder Twins way. We'll get, we'll get into it a little bit more, but basically, like, uh, Aurora and uh, North Star have a similar set of powers, and whenever they touch, they make, like, really bright light, which is why Aurora and North Star, they both make lights. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's... They're the Northern light. Lights. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which, again, I'm just going to throw out there, is a pretty decent premise. Like, the execution here is more... Like, but as a premise for these two are northern light twins that's decent that's something yeah yeah it's it is something uh, i'll say uh yeah, and as a member of alpha flight like she fought its opponents as the x-men machine man the great beast uh tundra the ancient mystic uh renark the ravenger i read the great beast tundra one i i, I remember enjoying that yeah uh boubier's uh dual personality persisted um and with each persona uh, regarding the other as like a completely different person uh the prim and proper uh, jean jean marie bouvier had little mm-hmm. m- uh, memories of her activities under the control of her aurora personality so this was all aurora, like phoenix saga by way of bruce banner <laughs> well well the fun thing about the phoenix saga is um that wasn't jean gray the phoenix was a different the yeah, phoenix, it was like it was like a, an entity. Yeah, the phoenix, the that primordial god was like, "Yo, I'm gonna just take your body and also kiss your boyfriend a lot." Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that seems like an <laughs> odd thing for a primordial space force to be into. <laughs> yeah. So, and while while Jean Grey was in this, I guess, uh, bubble of something uh, under Jamaica Bay. So, hmm. yeah, but essentially, yes. Um, oh, you're right. It didn't just. I, I forgot about the bubble. Yeah, she was in like a like a pod of something that kept her like asleep but alive. That's in like a Fantastic Four comic that they finally find it. I think it's in I, it's in John Byrne's run because I, I read it, and that's the only comics I've read from that like particular time. So I haven't read that many X Men comics. So the only way I would know about it is if it was in that Fantastic Four run. Yeah, fun thing about John Byrne, he hated Chris Claremont. Uh, huh. <laughs> the reason the reason why uh, Atlant the uh, at Attila, or I never can say the name, but the Inhuman base was on the blue side of the moon. Was oh, Adelaine. so they Adeline, yeah, Adeline. The only reason why is because he wanted to make it to where it couldn't be a meeting spot for the X Men, because <laughs> that's where, <laughs> yeah, like that's his. That is from his mouth. That's actually great. I I really respect the idea of, of spite writing. Uh, like uh. Like Chris Claremont, who also said some kind of unsavory things recently, mm. uh, was referring to that whole kind of feud that him and Byrne was having, but he only referred to uh, Byrne as the Canadian. <laughs> wow, that's a cool that's a cool nickname that you inadvertently gave him there, Chris. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So Aurora was basically a superhero identity. Um, uh, Aurora accompanied North Star to his old mentor uh, Belmonte. Uh, but the reunion quickly turned into tragedy after Belmonte was killed by Ernest St. Ives, or Deadly Ernest. Uh, <laughs> that's, a good, that's a dumb superhero, supervillain it's a name, good, but it's funny. Also, it feels very Canadian name for yeah. like, a, like a Canadian villain. 
but yeah, there's there's sort of a, there's also more of like a Turner D Century vibe about you know what I mean, like a very yeah. um, on the nose pun of a name. Yeah, uh, mistakenly uh, believing Aura to be a uh, Belmonte's uh, daughter, Saint Ives kidnapped her, uh, and with like the help of uh, Nemesis, uh, North Star managed like rescue his sister, and Saint Ives was apparently killed. Oh, is uh, Nemesis the one with the sword and kind of looks like Spider Man? Uh, I'm not right? sure, honestly. Um, okay. I don't I remember that. much about uh, their enemies, honestly. Cause mostly because they kill them a lot. They kill a lot of their enemies. Like, a lot of them. Which I'm not making value judgment on, honestly. That's, that's Wait, did Alpha Flight kill a lot of their enemies? That's, Alpha I mean, Flight kills a lot of their enemies. I'm a known pacifist, so I'm going to go ahead and condemn not, the idea of killing people, but... <laughs> I'm not like I'm not saying yes or no on if if I'm uh, if I'm okay with it. It really, I, honestly, I think it depends on uh, what is happening. Content's uh, uh, context dependent. Um, I've got but, a lot more thoughts on that, but to avoid derailing, I'll uh, I'll yeah. save them for another time. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So the siblings then argued over uh, North Star's like mistaken assumption that Aurora romance Saint Ives to prevent him from harming her. Which, by the way, not a good thing to do, North Star. She was literally kidnapped. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, 80s Marvel has a few problems with uh, its choices. Of, I'm thinking of that uh, Avengers arc where um, this Marvel gives birth to and then romances a supervillain. Yeah. Yeah, who was... Uh, it was a uh, brainwash Ted clearly to... mind controlling it. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Yeah. And then, and then whatever, Oh my God, I don't want to talk about Avengers 200, but my God, like you should not have much respect for most of the characters after reading that most of mm. Avengers characters cap was just like, that's fine person who clearly brainwashed and sexually assaulted. One of our friends, you can mm. just keep her. Right. That's yeah. That's pretty brutal. Um, I am. I'm gonna send you. I I did a quick Google search for Nemesis, and it is the character that I thought. And I think that's a pretty cool. Oh yeah, that Nemesis. costume design. It's a very '90s costume design, but it looks good. Yeah, that's that's one of the later ones. Nemesis is one of those that gets passed on. Um, it's uh, gets passed on, but yeah, I think there's like three or four Nemesis. Nemeses. Nem- Not enough Nemes- superheroes have like just a sword as part of their thing i mean hang on too many superheroes have a katana as part of their thing <laughs> not a, i just like i like the cavalry saber look i think it's a cool element no it definitely is definitely uh but but yeah because of the incredibly crappy thing that north star was saying mm-hmm. um she <laughs> she was just like hey i don't want to see you anymore which is uh go that you, you did the right thing uh but she ultimately sought the the break ties with North Star completely by like having her teammate and then lover Sasquatch, which is uh, Walter Linskowski in his own oh, body. Oh, good! I'm not... really glad to hear that it wasn't the actual Sasquatch that they recruited for a while. Also, also for a while, it, uh, Walter's uh, soul was in um, Snowbird's uh, freshly dead body. That's a weird element to introduce. And then, uh, quick and then, question on the uh, oh sorry go ahead. yeah uh, also uh, like that entire time he was living as a woman as well which I have a lot of questions about mm. how he felt but but yeah none of which I'm guessing were answered by like the the 80s or 90s era comic that we're talking it about it might have been it was probably sorely offensive somehow 
Uh, but yeah, but yeah, what's your question? Um, what's the 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 actual Sasquatch that they recruited? Was that like a sapient being, or is it just uh, an ape they found? <laughs> it was essentially it was essentially them getting like a chimp. That, that see that seems no, it, no it was bad. No, no, yeah. extremely unethical. And none of them thought to, like, I don't know, get... Like, they just thought it was, like, Walter that would, like... They just this thought is... it was Walter going crazy. I need to yeah. read that run. It sounds crazy. It happened for 19 issues. But then again, like, Ace the Bat Hound, you know? No, okay, but here's the thing, though. They <laughs> took a real creature, a real mystical creature, uh-huh. and basically killed it. And then... Yeah. <laughs> They did. Like, they did get it to give its life for the survival of their team, which is a little rough. And and they had a few sure funeral for it. Is it that also, different from Pokemon? They basically <laughs> did Pokemon. I guess they, they did Pokemon, Pokemon. The Sasquatch in a lot of ways. Now, yeah. I'm actually not sure I want to sign my name to that. But let's just be really clear that this is a joke, and I want to necessarily say that Pokemon <laughs> is a game about animal abuse uh, because there's I don't know there's some nuance to that a little. Yeah, there's a little bit of nuance to it. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so. But she, yeah, so she ultimately sought to break her ties with Northstar mm. by having her teammate and then lover, Sasquatch, Walter, uh, alter cellular structure to make her superhuman powers different to her brothers. So now she could, <laughs> like, make a lot of lights on her own. For what, brand distinctiveness? I don't know. Walter, I need you to do some dangerous medical experiments on my human body in order to, and listen, hear me out. In order to be PR distinct from my brother, who can do the basically the same thing as me, it's he's smothering me. My brand needs help. I need to do what I need to do what like Jubilee does, but like with no hurdy except for the eyes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, is it really worth it to just be sort of like a human flashbulb? Also, okay, this is also another thing. Hey, hey, Walter, why didn't you help? I don't know other mutants that may have needed this. Uh. The experiment also rendered her mutant nature undetectable. Do you know how many mutants would be alive whoa, right now? Whoa, yeah, that's... You know, like, I don't know, let's let's just say, I don't know, a lot of dead mutants that were only recently brought back because they solved death in the Krakoa. Boy. Um, how many people would be alive right now if they could, I don't know, hop up to Canada, pay them maybe like, I don't know, 100 bucks for all the chemicals, and then they were no longer mutants, and they were, I don't know, just someone who happened to have powers because of the environment around them. Listen, I've I've been back and forth on the issue of the TV Tropes page for this is called uh, Reed Richards is Useless. Um, it's yeah. the idea that like comic book technology never seems to get applied to anything other than solving comic book problems. Um, but that one's pretty bad. Like, do you know how many do you know how many mutants are dead because someone was able to like scan them and be like, yep, this is a mutant, not the type of different person I like. Cause like sometimes okay, my pet theory is that the entire Marvel universe as we know it takes place over the course of like ten years. It's, um, it's, I think that, it's 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 twelve years now. They changed it. Right. Sure. Yeah. But like so it, it takes place, it starts and like my belief, I know this isn't exactly borne up because they do sometimes refer to the current year in the comics and there's this sort of sliding time scale thing going on. But my like my my in my mind, what's going on is it actually did start in the nineteen sixties, and the reason everyone has smartphones now is because Reed Richards and Tony Stark have been drastically accelerating the pace of technological development on earth so that it looks to us 
like our modern day and the actual year currently in marvel is like 1975 um yeah this one is hurting that (laughs) yeah this one i just it's hurting that that pet theory oh my god just imagine if you could just make no one able to tell who's a mutant or not unless they wanted you to Mm. sure because like already the difference between captain america and uh I don't want to say Cyclops because Cyclops is like a really terrible, like a really terrible character. But uh, let's say Captain America and Colossus, who is someone I still kind of respect, um, is that Captain America got his powers later in life. That's the whole difference. Yeah, you know? no, that that is. Uh, uh, so, uh, so yeah, so Aurora then teamed up with Sasquatch against the uh, ancient alchemist Gilded Lily, and with Northstar. <laughs> Uh, against the terrorist Pink Pearl, uh, they have the Gilda Lily is a great name. Gil- it, no, great name. I don't know Pink Pearl. Pink Pearl just sounds like it's a Saving Universe character. But yeah, yeah, that's uh, a fair description. Yeah, yeah alongside Alpha uh, Flight, Aurora battled the Great Beast, the uh, robotic macro system, Omega Flight, yeah. and uh, ultimately reconciling your differences. Uh, Following the apparent death of Linkowski, uh, the twins helped R- Alpha Flight oppose the rampaging Hulk in Vancouver. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. After, well, you know, he dies a couple of times, so you know, you could you could always reconcile your death from Linkowski dying. <laughs> uh, just wait a few years. Uh, during... Sort of the Gene Gray of Alpha Flight, is he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, during uh, during the battle, like they discovered like aurora's ultra power like prevented them from touching without negating their powers uh did touching currently negate their powers yeah currently after, that's well, a, after, not good what a crummy <laughs> limitation <laughs> unfortunately yeah. i can't hug my family <laughs> yeah, after uh after their turn of deadly earnest uh aurora battled ah. pestilence alongside alpha flight teamed mm-hmm. up with the avengers to oppose atuma's uh Atlantean army and battled scramble uh the scramble? mixed up man yeah it's that's a, good, that's uh jeffrey madison's good name jeffrey madison's uh brother because jeffrey madison can control metal uh and mm-hmm. scramble can control flesh oh that's very gross yeah i he, do he like went, the idea of a supervillain named scramble though uh he went crazy because uh both him and uh and jeffrey's or madison's uh went uh fought with the u.s and vietnam and whenever his uh, platoon got exploded he was like i can use my powers for good and he couldn't because they were exploded <laughs> real good and he broke so. the great thing about the name scramble is that if he shows up and you yell his name it's also an instruction for what to do to get away from him. exactly because if he touches <laughs> you you're probably going to turn into a monster scramble everybody yeah you know it's not uh, like you don't get that with electro or the green goblin you yell no, their name it's just that's i mean that's it's dramatic it's not gonna warn anybody the only one who's better is duck man yeah so uh so yeah so briefly oh well during this time she briefly flirted with uh box and this is robert box B O C K H X, who has a robot called Box B O X. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cruelly... what? Sorry, what's the spelling of Robert Box? Well, Roger. Sorry, Roger. B-O-C... Roger Box. 
Yeah, B O C H S. Okay, yeah, I thought I thought you put an X in there in a position that I did not get it. Okay, now 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 we're on the same page. Yeah, but she flirted and then cruelly rejected him, and I don't know exactly what that means. I don't know if that's in a sexist way or an actual bad way because both of those yeah. are an option right now. She could have she could have said something mean. Um, yeah, it depends which personality see- was in charge. Probably. Uh, so shortly after, Northstar grew severely ill. While Alpha Flight sought, uh, sought a cure, the uh, well, Loki appeared to Aurora and Northstar, convincing them that they were not mutants, but rather offspring of a Asgardian elf, and that Northstar was dying because he could not exist without the light that the twins once shared. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, elf? Yep. Yeah. Elf, throwing yep. in elves. We're throwing in elves. My, my, my question to you is, we're throwing in elves this late in the game? <laughs> Well, to be fair, there are light elves in Asgard. Yeah, sure. I have no problem with there being elves in Marvel. Um, after all, they everything's in Marvel. They got Thor. They got Gilgamesh. They got yeah. Heracles. They got the Sas- They got two or three different Sasquatches. But my issue is is um, you're gonna do a science fiction character, a mutant, for your whole run, and then you're gonna swerve it. <laughs> you're gonna zag on him. Well, it's an elf now. Well, to be fair, that was a trick. So, but it's it's still a zag though. Oh, it was it's a trick. It was a trick. Zag. All right. Yeah, it was right. a trick. What's great about it is that it was a lie, yeah. <laughs> not not a permanent retcon to the character. Yeah. So Aurora like willingly expended all her powers, expended her powers to like bathe the North Star in her light, curing him. But then she was captured by demons and became trapped in the Asgardian Netherworld. Mm-hmm. Which I'm yeah, guessing is hell with one L, maybe? Or Muselheim. I don't know. Could, uh, uh, well, the underworld is hell with one L. I think Muselheim is just, just like fire just zone. Fire. Yeah, but it's like, they kind of use it as shorthand for also hell, though. Yeah, well, they've sort of split the like cartoon depiction of hell into two different things in Asgardian mythology. Or rather, actually, the cartoon depiction of hell is combined out of a variety of things, some of which came from uh, as guardian mythology or, which, or which by mythology. The, which by the way currently there's 13 different hells in marvel that's hells with two l yeah they're all just like dimensions like in D yeah. you've got the different like yeah. infertile so, planes yeah so 13 hells i was wrong when i said there were 10 for multiple years mm. 13 um mm. it's yeah. just you've been lowballing them on hells this whole time I know. and only and like and uh there's uh there's it only uh two of the limbos are kind of a hell. So, you know, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You got to pump uh, those numbers up. They're rookie numbers. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, while uh, North star was like, was welcome in Asgard by a supposed brethren, uh, mm-hmm. Loki summons was summoned before the higher gods. Uh, the, he who sit above in shadow and berated him for his actions. Sure. He who sits above in shadow, a, uh, uh, that classic Marvel character who we've all heard about. And yeah. I definitely know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's definitely not the one B of all. Uh, it's the one, the one who sits of, yeah. above in shadows. Um, they keep adding so many incremental middle levels to Divinity in Marvel. Yeah. That after a certain point, it's like, well, how many of these guys are necessary? <laughs> yeah. Uh, in an attempt, uh, and for Atoma, he transported Aurora from the Netherworld to Saint Marie the de 
Bupuri Monastery in uh, Quebec, and she was and was sent to the Netherworld himself as punishment. And then There's Aurora, a lot of Netherworlding. Like, yeah, Aurora just did what you do when you're in a nunnery, and you become mm-hmm. a nun and avoided contacting all of your friends until you're well, summoned by a talisman, Elizabeth Two Young Men. Which, by the way, boo, she's a bad person. Oh, we don't like. Oh, I remember Elizabeth Two Young Men from the Vindicator you, episode you, that we did. Did you? Uh, sorry, just just so you could uh, just a refresher on that. Um, she. She basically summoned a demon to kill oh. Snowbird's baby, and then That's that demon rough. took over the baby. That's and I'm gonna that go demon, with worse. <laughs> and then the and then the demon killed Snowbird. And oh, the, uh, okay. Multiple yeah. casualty situation. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it's she's not good. Boo, you suck. Boo. Uh, wait, sorry. I have an even better one. Uh, I have a soundboard. Oh, you got a soundboard? <laughs> Queen of slime and filth. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so boo her. Um, but, uh, yeah, but it's basically Talisman, at that time, Elizabeth II, young man, uh, was to rescue uh, North Star from Asgard. After returning to Earth, the twins rejoined Alpha Flight and it's time to oppose uh, Lan, the sorcerer. During the battle, North Star rescued Aurora's light and the twins proved instrumental in the Lan's defeat. Did I miss the part where her light became in peril? Uh, I, it was the when she healed her with the. I don't sure. understand that he, part. He, yeah. he rescued her light implies that it was somehow a physical object that was taken away from her. It, and that, it was. That was in the course was, of that. But I don't understand. I, I don't know. I'd have to read through it. But I'm not going to, because I know I'm going to get angry at a lot of it. Uh, so yeah, so her light was returned to her uh, somehow. And after encountering the, the telepathic headlock, uh, that's without sure, a Sure, okay. Yeah, Aurora realized that the alteration of her solar structure had begun to alter her powers further which evolved her powers even more where she was like a being of pure light, which is not that uncommon for Marvel. Mm. There's so yeah, many sure. people who, t- <laughs> there's so many people who turn into pure light. Um, you got Monica Rambeau kicking around for one. Yeah. At least she started out as kind of pure light, you know, as soon as she got her power. Like Monica like, Rambeau. That's one of my favorite. There's like, like two, there's two uh, Iron characters. Man villains that just their power. Living laser. Their powers, Living yeah. Laser and also uh, Lightmaster. Lightmaster, I don't think I know Lightmaster, but no, he was a Spider-Man villain. But no, he has he had a he had a science suit and he got yeah. hit with electricity and turned into pure light. One of those science suits that you're yeah. always hearing about. Yeah, no, well, you know, there's a lot of people with science suits and a lot of people with science mm-hmm. guns, and sometimes they get they get hit with lightning, and then yep. you know, sometimes you're trying to drink uh, Spider-Man's blood, and you get hit with lightning, and it does the opposite, and it makes you normal. That's Mobius, by the way. That, uh, Morbius, that, by the way. Morbius. That happened to Morbius? Yeah, yeah, he got cured briefly. By, oh. He was trying to drink his blood, Over and then he got hit with lightning. That's really dumb. No, yeah, it was extremely dumb. <laughs> lightning kind of does whatever you want it to. <laughs> well, it's kind of like how radiation did whatever you wanted it to do for a while, yeah. and then... Lightning, okay, radiation makes a little, like, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It makes a little more sense than lightning, maybe. Yeah, maybe. 
as, yeah, a, as no. a mutagen. Well, lightning as a mutagen. Mutagenic. Okay, now, now I just wanted to do like the mut- mutagenic lightning. I, there's something we could do with that. Uh, but uh, like but a yeah, power? so as a power, yeah, hmm? just like I could just like turn you to something. You just get a little shocked for a moment. That. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, becoming more pacifistic. Uh, she devoted devoted to spiritual healing. Uh, she resigned from active duty uh, from Alpha Flight and joined Gamma Flight, the sport team, and the psychiatric. Uh, cons- uh, counseling Critical unit. distinction here. Did you say support team or sport team? Support team. Okay. <laughs> she, joined, she joined Alpha Flight's weekend baseball club just to also, chill it out could, for a while, you also know? Also, she could, she could go the speed of light, so honestly, it's unfair to most people. It's really um, not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> she, So she joined the support team and the psychiatric counseling unit to work on rehabilitating Alpha Flight's incarcerated prisoners. I feel like she's not the best person to do that. I'm not sure. Yeah, that... she's got a lot of her own stuff I'm... that she's still working through. I'm not <laughs> saying that people who have mental illness cannot also be, you know, psychiatric people. Uh, people but... in the midst of the throes of the worst part of their personal journey maybe are not in the best position. People, well, let me put it this way people for whom I know for a fact there's another paragraph with a heading suicide attempt coming down the list maybe should uh take a minute first yeah maybe just take a take a little bit of time maybe you should be but yeah but basically like she was there rehabilitating alpha flights like incarcerated uh prisoners which is uh, focus on yourself for a little while that's fine i guess yeah uh she was then captured by headlock who mentally tortured her for weeks you know fine Mm. Uh, Uh, no that'll do it you know, yeah. I'm actually going to come. I'm going to come back around on this. I think that by helping other people, we often do help ourselves. Yes, I'm just saying maybe she shouldn't be the main support team, though. You're gonna want. You're gonna want some accountability. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But but yeah. So but she was tortured for weeks. So that probably undid some stuff. Uh, uh, ultimately, ultimately, like her uh, her mind being tempered with by headlock restored her original dual personality allowing uh, Jean-Marie's persona to, like, resurface and defeat Headlock. Been a while there, huh? Yeah. By expending the last of Aurora's healing powers. That's gonna end up bad, I'm guessing. (laughs) Yeah. During the Infinity Crusade, Jean-Marie's religious beliefs uh, made her a pawn of the goddess, and her trip to the goddess Paradise Omega base revealed its existence to he- the to the heroes, she regained her free will. Christian religious beliefs made her the pawn of a pagan god. You know, they... I don't. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> I will say as okay that. as okay. I'm saying this as diplomatically as possible. Uh huh. I don't think the belief is that hard to transfer with enough proof. You could believe okay. <laughs> that the Christian god is acting mm-hmm. through a different vessel, which is how a lot of cults get formed. Well, now you have made a solid point that while it's not necessarily compatible logically, it does happen in cults a lot. It does happen <laughs> a lot. So. Got me there. Yeah. It is happening to people. They're, they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. happening. Yeah, so Aurora like regained her free will of uh, fo- uh, following the goddess's defeat. 
Mm-hmm. She also like continued with Alpha Flight, battling foes. Okay, cool. I guess she only was a pacifist because she had healing powers. Now it she's like possibly that goddess's power is manipulating religious people, which is also it's, which is it's also crummy. Like, but that would explain it. That does happen a lot, <laughs> a lot. So, yeah. uh, so but but yeah. So she battled foes such as the Hand, Wire with a Y, the Wrecking Crew, the Hardliners, a new Omega Flight until Alpha Flight disbanded once more. The Wrecking um, Crew are an A-list supervillain group. That's some. Well, they're. I think that okay. They're. I think they are a C-list a group with A-list powers. Yeah, no, that's that's actually very well put. They're all extremely dumb. Mm. Which yeah, is the that's, only reason. That's actually why. a fun that's a fun type of supervillain, the crusher creel type, who like could be a real serious global problem if only they weren't idiots. Aurora briefly romanced her former teammate Wild Child, who joined the government sponsored X Factor team, uh, with the new more militaristic uh, Department H. They mm-hmm. were already. They were always. It was possible for them to get more. <laughs> Seems like they started like, pretty near the top of that scale. Like, okay, I'm, I'm like, like I know, like what they're talking about, but like, how was it more interesting? I don't understand yeah. how. Uh, I mean, I understand how, but like, because I know the story of Alpha Flight, but mm. but they no research, Aurora, just murder. Yeah, uh, they deemed Aurora like a threat and had her committed to a psychiatric ward. She was released by the terroristic group, the Brotherhood, led by Havoc. And uh, uh, so it is the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yeah, uh, okay. and they remained. She remained with them until the group was dissolved. Then mm. Aurora was like reunited with the other Alpha Flight founders to inst- uh, to instigate a new Department H, assisting with its new Alpha Flight team against the latest Weapon X carrier of the virulent Bacterium. Uh, data gen uh four twenty four that sounds very bad <laughs> okay i I just want to um summarize what I just read there, okay, so department h somehow more militaristic and evil was like, hey, you have to go you have to get some help, but probably did it under the bad way uh the bad way you do that mm-hmm. then Alex Summers, who was the leader of a terrorist group at that point, which is fun because he uh, I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about Alex so much uh, because there's a lot going on. I'm going to have a hard time reading his thing. Uh, Let's just say that. (laughs) Should be a long one, huh? Yeah. So they, so, okay. Alpha Flight founders then were just like, yo, why don't we make a new Alpha Flight team working with the Canadian government who allowed all of the bad things to happen up to this point, (laughs) which, which I'm not going to say, and I've been very vocal about how I don't really don't like how other countries, uh, just say just because America exists, they will, you know, forgive their own uh, government's uh, atrocities mm. because uh, Canada is one of those. Um, you know, like Marvel technically has a more evil Canada, but like I don't think by much, depending on the age that where. Um, but like, but like all they're doing is like they keep on joining up with the same evil government over and over again. Yeah, you would like, at a certain point fool me twelve times. <laughs> Like, Shame on me! You gotta stop. You, you have to stop, stop it at some point. You have to stop joining up with the government. Hmm. You could get you could get funding somewhere else. Like, but uh, but yeah. So rejoining Alpha Flight, she was injured in battle by the cannibalistic sorcerer Malvo, 
who forced uh, John Marie's the John Marie personality to assume control. Uh, then she was admitted to the Manitoba Psychiatric Hospital for Women, but was soon liberated by Wild Child, then an agent for the Subversive Weapon X project, which they were fighting. Cool. Uh, the project- now you're fighting it. Finally, yeah. it only took you 20 times, but you finally figured out which side of that issue you wanted to be on, huh? Yeah. Uh, the project's director had her damaged mind repaired and her superhuman abilities altered in exchange for her services as an agent. Then she rejected Wild Child's uh, romantic advances before embarking with him on her first mission to recapture rogue Weapon X agent Sabretooth. During the encounter, Sabretooth savagely attacked her, uh, severing her, uh, well, severely, like, scarring her face. Oh, okay. her, Yeah. Uh, severing is never, nothing that comes after severing is ever fun. Yeah, severely. Uh, yeah, severely yeah. wounding her. Is, well, it's, yeah. it's, wor- it's bad, too, but. And as her wound healed, Aurora romanced the project's director. However, his anti-mutant sentiments eventually took over to the fore, and he brutally beat her. You gotta check for that first. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Uh, then a rogue faction took control of the project, and the director and uh, Madison Jeffries fled with Aurora. Subsequently, she revenged herself on the director by beating him nearly to death before departing. Well, which you I'm know, not endorsing violence, but I kind of get it. <laughs> Also, how did he? How could how could he tell that she was a mutant? Well, that's a great question because, as yeah. I recall, yeah. it's supposed to be impossible. You know, I'm yeah. starting to think that in in vindication of Doctor Lankowski, if the methods that he used a caused her several further mutations throughout the years, and b didn't work, maybe that's why he didn't share that technology any further. What level? Of her mutants being uh, mutant nature being undetectable was undetectable. Like, was what, it on a cosmic scale? Like, does Wando Maximoff could she be like you're a mutant? Oh, you're well. I mean, for one thing, the guy at, at Department H or whatever it was, I, I lost track whether we're talking about Department H or Weapon X. Weapon X. Weapon okay. X. The guy at Weapon X was able to tell. I guess I don't know. Whatever. But she was one of the few remaining mutants after M Day. Uh, and she was found in a suicidal state. That's who made it, huh? Yeah. Later, That's who got through. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people who did not deserve to keep their powers. Okay, let me rephrase that. There's a lot of people who would be better off without their powers. Yeah. Who kept their powers. And by well, a lot, I mean, I mean 120, uh, 198 of them. Now, for a, from a, a realism perspective, if you took a random sampling of mutants and those were the random ones who got to keep their powers, you'd expect a bunch of them, maybe all of them, to be nobodies who nobody who reads comic books so, cares about. So some of them were. Some of them were. From a narrative standpoint, that's a bold decision. But but <sighs> from a narrative standpoint, a lot of main characters didn't lose mm. their power somehow. Yeah. Weird. Wow. wow. Now, they were <laughs> caused to lose their powers by someone who they personally knew. So you could say that on subconscious level, Wanda was uh, showing them mercy. Well, also, also, did you uh, did you ever get to the point where uh, all the powers were actually kind of just somewhere yeah, sco- floating? scooped up into one guy? It was scooped up into one guy. Yeah, it was just like a ball of mutant energy. Yeah. 
That was a weird one. Yeah, it was, it's almost like they needed to walk that back to get everyone's powers back after a while. <laughs> so, Although, actually, I, I do remember reading, I don't know, was it an Avengers comic or an X-Men one? It was some, the, the issue where that guy like just goes on an absolute rampage, and they're like, yeah, we don't understand, because he just hit me with um, a beam that was fire, ice, lightning, force, and magic, and I don't know how anyone could possibly have done that. There might have been gamma rays in it. That's, that's actually really, that's a really solid piece of, like, action storytelling, I think. I, I quite enjoyed that. But she, yeah, she, she was, like, real, real sad, because uh, and she wanted to kill herself, but, uh, but her brother found him. Uh, who found who himself was like brainwashed by the children of the vault, convinced uh, to aid them, uh, Aurora like and Northstar. The children of the vault? No, it's just a very common name that I feel like people need to stop naming things because that vault, wasn't just vault. a Fallout yeah. thing. That's like yeah. multiple things are called children of the vault. Yeah, because yeah. there's also because there's also it's also in Borderlands. I'm pretty sure there was like oh, a 70s right. movies called it called that. Like there's a lot uh, mm. called Children of the Vault, but Jerry Seinfeld has a vault where he stores information on the show. Yeah, but but basically, she was convinced to aid them, and Aurora and uh, Northstar got their powers like briefly enhanced and participated in the Children's Assault on the Xavier Institute. Mm. Uh, but they were defeated by the new X Men uh, out of the remaining ones that fought each other to be become X Men. I uh, clue to who was going to win that fight is that it probably happened in an X-Men comic book. Yeah. Well, uh, sometimes they it. lose. Sometimes Spoilers. they lose. Yeah, most of the time they don't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Aurora and Northstar was taken to S.H.I.E.L.D. to reverse their brainwashing, and despite interference from Exodus and his acolytes, both Aurora and Northstar minds were restored. Her powers... Oh, she's uh, 5'11". Wow, she's tall. Okay. That's how tall I am. Yeah, well, I'm like she's really tall, especially for like a woman on North mm. America. I mean, on North. She's, the way they draw her, she looks short too. Yeah, but she's as tall as she's as tall as uh, her brother. Yep. So. Well, that makes sense if you're like you know pseudo identical twins. Um, yeah. But yeah, she's she's five eleven, weighs one forty, which she's too she yeah she's not skinny enough for that. But uh, blue eyes, black hair. She can move and fly at superhuman uh, speed by channeling a portion of kinetic energy of the... She can fly real quick. I'm not going to read all of that. <laughs> I was about to, you know, I was, I was coming in hot with an opinion that, like, uh, it's, I don't know if you needed to make it, like, a channeling kinetic energy thing. She could just yeah. be fast. Yeah, she can, like, vary her molecules' acceleration rate and release a casket of photons. So, and channel kinetic energy. It sounds more complicated than saying she's very fast. It actually explains nothing on a scientific level. It means nothing, nothing to the explanation, right? So, okay, she can show. She can also like make photons as bright as a lighthouse beacon. But here's the thing with kinetic energy: if you're punching someone, you are technically channeling kinetic energy. Well, exactly, right? It doesn't <laughs> so, actually like. It's it's like with telepathy, they're like, oh, he can do it because he's telepathic. Well, I have a question for you. What subatomic particle is your brain emitting that's bouncing off other people's brains? Like that's telepathy is not an explanation, it's a hand wave. Similarly, 
Gambit like can channel kinetic energy. Yeah, but like kinetic energy isn't a physical substance that you can pour into a playing card like water into a glass. That's not when you do that. It's called throwing an object. <laughs> well, you can put more of it in there. You know, you can do more. <laughs> you, you can, can okay. you can throw it harder. Listen, if I was trying to design a North Star type character, I would probably use some kind of like I'd go reading science fiction and look for the hardest sci-fi version of a thruster that I could find, and I would give her that. Like an ion engine. Actually, you know what? Yeah. While we're while we're here, I'm I'm pitching you a new version of Aurora's powers, and it is as follows. Aurora can fly for the same reason that she can shoot light, and that's because her body processes and emits ions. Um, and in the same way that the Millennium Falcons, like spaceship engines, shoot ions out the back, propelling her forward, a bright light comes out of her feet, and she flies forward really fast. That's my, there's my pitch. Well, there's a power that was not talked about later uh-huh. on here. Okay, I, we're we're saving that to the end, obviously. Okay. But uh, but yeah, so she had alterations to her genetic structure, which mutated her multiple mm-hmm. times. She was uh, evolved from just being able to generate light herself to the point where she could transform into a being of pure light, radiating energy that could bring inner peace to others. Sure. And again, that's a specific, that's a discrete form of muons, actually. If you get blasted with enough muons, it, uh, it brings you inner peace. Did you know? Oh, I was just, I was just thinking that she just had power of like light opium or something. You're now okay. And chill. I could get you high from a distance. You know, we joke, but that's like, if if you get one of those sun lamps that blasts you with like really bright light, that actually does help even people's mood out, so. Yeah, it does. Uh, Which is, uh, when these powers were exhausted, because apparently she had only so many charges, uh, she could still generate light. It could still alter its intensity from like a hypnotic glow to like a dazzling brilliance. Or even channel it into a concussive force. But it stopped so, being a therapy beam. Yeah. Which, <laughs> yeah. Uh, after modification by the Professor X project, she can accelerate molecules within an inanimate object or living being by touch, causing her targets to tear itself apart. She could gambit. No, no, no. So, so okay. She does... I th- I don't think it's so much. Well, no, no. Yeah, she did gambit. It sounds she very similar to gambit, right? No, she has floaty powers. She can touch you and oh. make you explode. Also, boom boom, and to a certain degree. Well, boom 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 boom's a little different. She has balls of concussive force. Oh, that she can, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Time, she she has time bombs that she can create. Yeah. Um. So, which is why boom 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 is great because she's really good at planning and timing, but also mm. she will annoy the crap out of you before it goes <laughs> off which is also man i can't wait for exterminators colon three bimbos having a lot of fun beating bad mm. people up man i can't wait but uh but uh but yeah then later her powers are enhanced by children of vault to where she can move at the speed of light which that's was pretty cool could she not do that the whole time well, no. Also, they I guess didn't mention... that was like her main thing. Okay. Also, they didn't mention because they mentioned this with um, because I don't know if she has this limitation. But with North Star, he could technically fly at the speed of light, but mm-hmm. once he gets so fast, he can't breathe anymore. That's which seems a... like it should happen 
earlier in the process, but okay. <laughs> yeah, so, um, like, I don't know. But, like, yeah, that's her. Uh, by the way, there's a thing I'm gonna, uh, just, like, real, real quick, uh, trivia time. Hey, did you, did you remember anything I just told you about? <laughs> was that your voice? Whose voice is that? That was mine. Oh, didn't sound like you. Funny. Okay. What? Who was leading the terrorist group, uh, the Brotherhood or Brotherhood of Your Mutants, um, oh, the when people. they were saved from Havoc. that one place? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. That was the only non-depressive one I can think of. And that was still kind of depressing. <laughs> uh, so... oh, that was a real bummer. Um... Yeah, just a real bummer, you know? <laughs> Also, yeah. that's where she gets her terrorist stuff from. She wasn't a yeah, terrorist okay. because she wanted Quebec to separate uh, to be a separatist uh, Which, state. Perhaps uh, a richer version of the character, maybe. Uh, but then again, possibly also harder for a reader to forgive because that's like a real political thing that happened in life and caused deaths. Also, also, I'm pretty sure they had a whole thing with uh, the first Trudeau in the government. Uh, I remember that. I remember picking up a, a comic book and being like, is it purely a Trudeau? What the hell? Yeah, they had a whole thing with, like, the first Trudeau as well, which is... Um, listen, Trudeau is a controversial political figure here in Canada. Yeah. Um, he is not, I would say, largely considered an outright supervillain, but as head of... Depar as, as, like, someone who is very clearly in on Department H. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems like you're taking a particular side of that administration. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well. Uh. Let's. Uh. Let's just end this. Uh. I don't feel like doing plugs for this enough. one. Uh, okay. Do you have any? Well. Do you have? Do you have anything to plug? You know, I um have not been doing my own podcast, which I used to plug on this this show all the time. Uh, which was called Pitch Me Something. Uh, the website is still up for that. That's franklyimplausible.com. You can see all our old episodes there if you're interested. Uh, the premise of that show is that we would um, pitch a different pop culture property every week. We'd have a lot of fun doing it. We'd sort of like build it for you live on the air, who the characters were, what the plot was going to be. Um, and the more I'm talking about it here, and I had a lot of fun on this episode, I'm, I'm really feeling like reviving it right now. So maybe that will happen. Um, oh, so here, here's the fun thing about doing <laughs> podcasting. Even if you don't have a large audience, it's fun talking to people and having yeah. maybe other people listening to That's it. actually a great point. I feel like I need to know someone who is good at social media, but um, that that might be that might be something in my future. Um, otherwise, I am an actual news reporter in real life. If you Google my name, I am the only Sean Franklin in the world. Um, I have written for the Toronto Star the past year um, and more recently, starting in January, I write for the Anglican Journal. Um, so you can you can find my work online. Uh, you're welcome to follow me on Twitter. It's just at Sean Franklin. Uh, don't forget the G. Okay. Well, uh, this has been Alphabet Flight.